You are listening to The Current Daily, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, August 5th, halfway through another week. Coming up, we'll hear once again from Alex Wu on what it took to incorporate barcode scanning technology into the UC San Diego mobile app as part of the Return to Learn testing program. But first, I'll call your attention to our great episodes on Monday and Tuesday of this week. On Monday, we heard from Dr. Lawana Richmond. She's a UC San Diego employee running for school board for San Diego Unified School District, and she also shared her love of comics and Comic-Con, and steps she's taking to make sure that space is more inclusive. Yesterday, we got a trio of representatives from the UC San Diego Staff Association, and they shared plans on virtualizing the annual Summer Celebration and turning it into a three-day extravaganza. And I would like to remind you, we are still looking for people to sign up to take part in our talent show portion of that event. I will be the MC. That will be on August 20th. So head over to staffassociation.ucsd.edu to sign up and show us what you got. Also, we've got some important webinars coming up tomorrow. In the morning, Rashmi Umdakar will be providing the 411 on the new staff performance appraisal system. I know you've all been waiting to hear about this. She sent Outlook invites for that, so refer to those for details. And at high noon is the very first Campus Lisa online session. It will be hosted by yours truly. I will be joined by my esteemed colleagues in ATS and ETS, Director Dan Suki, Educational Technology Specialists Deanna Rusin, Ed Ruiz, and Laura Fragomeni, Manager of Multimedia Services Robin Martin, Senior EdTech Specialist Treb Padula, as well as my great colleague Matthew Zarzika. Our topic is helping instructors keep teaching in the time of coronavirus. It's all about the steps that we took to help instructors teach remotely earlier this year and how we can make the experience even better come fall quarter. Register now at campuslisa.ucsd.edu and I'll see you online. And now let's turn to Alex and the app. You'll recall Alex was on the pod last week to share tips on how to make the most of working with students. That was a great episode, and I hope you also check that one out. And Alex, I know you're listening. I'm still waiting to receive my t-shirt that says, Remote work does work. All right, enough about me, difficult as that is. Here are Alex and Mark. This is Mark Herzberger, and I'm going to welcome back to the pod Alex Wu. He's our manager of the mobile team. Uh, Alex, thanks for joining us again. How are you today? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you doing today? Also good. Thank you. Okay, Alex, we're going to talk a little uh, the contributions that your team made to work on the UC San Diego mobile app so it could be used in the recent uh, Return to Learn COVID-19 testing pilot. What's the punchline? What are the changes that, that you guys made to the app so it could be used as part of the COVID testing? Right. Uh, our focus for the return to learn pilot was uh, mainly the barcode scanning. So we were hyper focused on that. 
essentially what happened was all the features that we were planning to release as part of our update was kind of put on the shelf and everything was focused on the barcode scanning. So when that was released as an update, the only feature there was really just the barcode scanning and uh, the single sign-on. Um, so that was a big change for the mobile app, but we accomplished what we were wanting to do in supporting the return to learn. Can you explain the basics of the process? So the mobile, the mobile app has the barcode scanner. What is it scanning? The barcode scanner on the mobile app, uh, you have to be logged in to use the feature, uh, scans the QR code, and this was used in the pilot phase, uh, QR code that was printed on paper. What that does is associates the user with that barcode, uh, which is associated with a test kit, and we hand it off to the next process in uh, this entire return to learn process. So that's where the mobile app leaves it, is we scan the barcode, associate with the user, and then hand it off to the next step. And how did the changes get implemented, and what was the time frame? I have, I have heard the term hackathon style thrown around, so what, what's the story there? So a very short timeline. Hackathon uh, is an intense collaboration in a short period of time, and the end goal is to do something that's working. It doesn't have to be polished or ready for prime time, but it should be something that's working. So on April 24th, I believe that's a Friday night, uh, the work started, and then the goal was by midnight on Sunday, the following this uh, on the weekend, we would have a working prototype running on a phone just with the barcode scanning, and we accomplished that. And then the following couple of weeks, we integrated that prototype into the campus mobile app and met the uh, the return to learn deadline. Okay. And how many how many people did you have working on this? We have a, t- a very small team, four to five developers. And okay. this is not just the front end mobile app. We have back end services that is dependent on this as well. And what are some of the technologies uh, used to enable the barcode scanning? The underlying platform for the mobile app is something we uh, call Google Flutter. Uh, it's a toolkit that allows us to write in one platform, and then we can deploy to both iOS and Android with just a single code base. So it saves on development time, and we don't need to do separate code base, one for iOS and a separate one for Android. And that's the underlying uh, technology for that. And that's the technology that the barcode scanning is also based on. When you got a phone call or an email saying that this was needed, like what was your first thought and how, how in your head did you process how, how you guys were going to get it done? It's working backwards. So we knew what the deadline would be or something quick. So we would want it to work in iterations. So we have an ideal goal of what the barcode scanning would look like ideally. And then we break it out into chunks as to what we can release in a week, what we can release in two weeks and then work that way so that we can have always something, always have something available that can be used, but it might not be in its end goal state. How did the barcode scanning ultimately perform during the return to learn uh, pilot phase? From what I've heard, I think it performed well. Uh, There were some improvements in the process and some improvements in the app itself as far as user interactions and user experience, and also the way the functionality of the barcode scanning. So there were uh, feedback as to what to improve. Your team also helped develop some technology that would go on the iPad that's used at the lab. What's going on there? So there was a complementary app for the barcode scanning. So the Campus Go app does the initial scanning of the barcode. 
and that gets handed off to the next step in the process. And yeah. so the, the mobile app, the, the workflow, sorry to interrupt this, the student shows up with his or her mobile app. Long story short, they scan a barcode that's affixed to a test. So once they do their uh, nasal swab, that test kit with their info arrives at the lab after a fashion, right? That's correct. The okay. test kit of the barcode arrives at the lab and the complementary iPad app uh, to the barcode scanning on the mobile app, the iPad app would scan that same barcode and pulls in information about that student. And the lab can then process it from there. So was it for the app on the iPad, is it roughly the same uh, technology or process as the mobile app or was it completely different? Very similar process, very similar technology. In fact, it's the same Google Butter Toolkit. Okay. You were mentioning that the barcode scanning function kind of obviously taken up a lot of time the last few weeks or whatever, but what else is in store for the future of the campus mobile app? Since then, we've uh, already rolled out a couple updates. So there's news, events, dining, maps is back in. Uh, we're adding more and more features into the campus mobile app to make it more relevant. So we're putting back features that we're taking out and we're adding additional content as well. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you again for joining us, Alex. Thanks, Mark. Have a good one. Yep, you too. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.